0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Onyal Soleil and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is the beginning of a brand new week. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon and I hope you all had a very relaxing and enjoyable weekend. You're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, both in the UAE and around the world, is being brought to you right here on Pulse95 before the weekend on future talk we were talking all about having a digital detox and now i want to be a bit honest with you i wasn't able to do a full weekend worth of digital detox but i tried my best to put my phone aside and to try and do anything else that would stimulate my mind stimulate my brain maybe creatively or physically so let me know how have you been able to do that this weekend were you able to put your phone aside or were you still absorbed by it all weekend long text at 4215 and share your thoughts by sliding into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But we have yet another new day filled with tech stories around the world. Zoom is in talks with Google to make their video calls safer. They're trying to use A lot of advice from google especially that they were able to secure their own platforms and they were adding a lot of new features on their google duo so will zoom become the second version of google duo we're going to be talking all about this in just a few moments but also we've constantly been talking about facial recognition and how it can have some biases Over the years, we've witnessed facial recognition be biased in terms of skin color, in terms of certain ethnicities and certain races, and even when it comes to genders. Uh, A lot of the times we can see facial recognition prefer certain genders over others or uh, classify certain uh, skin colors as uh, being able to witness them and Recognize them a lot more than others. But now Amazon is actually banning the police from using their facial recognition tech And that's all because of the George Floyd movement and the Black Lives Matter movement So what's that all about? We're gonna be getting into that in just a few moments as well in our apps all-around segment We're gonna be talking all about Twitter and how they're planning to fight misinformation because now if you actually want to retweet an article, Twitter is going to test if you have read it or not. So you can't anymore just retweet articles without reading them yourself. But speaking of coronavirus and misinformation, nowadays we've constantly been trying to prefer anything that's contactless. Whenever we order certain things, we'd rather have contact sorry contactless deliveries and same thing when it comes to restaurants we'd much rather maintain social distancing but what if we could replace humans altogether? what if we could have a restaurant that's completely being run by robots because this is the reality in a dutch restaurant that is using robots to implement social distancing and when it's serving its customers how is that working we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments And if you're stuck in quarantine, you're trying to uh, stay home as much as possible, but at the same time, you want to feel connected with people all around the world, I'm coming to you today with an application that will help you do just that. But what's different about it is that language will no longer be a barrier. So you can literally speak with anyone from all around the world through this application because it comes with a translator as well. Lots and Lots is in store right here on Future Talks, so make sure you stay tuned and keep all 25 locked because we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Zoom has become the most talked about application ever since we started working from home. It has literally become the lifeline for us to communicate with loved ones, with family members, with employees, uh, unless you have your very own video chat platform, Zoom was basically the one being used. But because Zoom had literally surged in um, accounts and users in a very short period of time, you know, we started using it in March, but before then, honestly, it was basically unknown for many people. They haven't been able to adapt in terms of privacy and security as fast as one would think. They were trying their best. They decided to go on a 90-day security, basically... and try and uh, reinforce many new security measures however they were still struggling and this is exactly why zoom has actually create gotten a lot of criticism from privacy advocates and they are currently in talks with Google's cloud division to make its video calls safer now zoom has been saying that they're looking to use a security service that has been developed by Google that will basically warn all of its users before clicking on any unsecured link that is related to malicious website. In the past, we've talked about Zoom and all the hackers that have been basically attending a lot of conversations and a lot of chats and video calls that they were never invited to. Um, many of these calls were being hacked in schools. We would find a lot of hackers attending classes, uh, sending a lot of uh, really bad content through chats. And this is what we would basically refer to as Zoom bombing. Um, but now Zoom is trying to ask for help from outside their uh, own circle because they were asking Google for their security service since Google has been using a service called Web Risk API. Now Web Risk API would basically allow all of its users to screen the website links against uh, Google's constantly updated lists of unsafe web resources. So Google tends to keep a database of all the web resources that tend to be classified as uh, being malicious and if you're about to open a certain website, uh, Google will basically scan it for you, check if it's included within its database. If it is, it will advise you not to click this link. The software though also warns all of its users before they click on any infected link, uh, even when they haven't received it yet or sorry, when they haven't even clicked on it yet. Once the minute you receive this link, you'll basically get a pop-up uh, browser telling you not to go ahead and click this link. Now, the WebRisk API uh, has been including data on more than a million unsafe website links, and it's constantly being updated because, as we know, hackers don't really know sleep. Um, so this database is constantly being updated by examining billions and billions of link on a day-to-day basis. So... Including this feature within Zoom may actually help it fend off any cyber criminals who are impersonating its domain name to target people who are working from home. Now, Zoom's potential collaboration with Google is coming as Google is trying to update its very own video calling application that is usually known as Duo. Now Duo has been gaining new features lately, um, one of them being that they're trying to improve both the audio and video quality, and now their own app, Google Duo, is actually letting users send Zoom-like invites, which is definitely a feature that has been copied from Zoom. Typically, when when you're about to start a meeting on Zoom, you would create your own meeting as the host and send the link to how how many ever users you want to join this phone call. So Google Duo has been doing a very similar uh, feature and now they've actually increased the number of participants per meeting. So Zoom is definitely getting a lot of competition um, and especially because uh, Google meets actually available right here in the UAE. So they don't want to be losing their customers. Now Zoom has taken its very own corrective measures in the past couple of months. They've moved to make their meeting passwords become protected and Uh, they've introduced waiting rooms where as the host of a certain meeting you'll have to allow Any of your uh, friends or coworkers that are going to be joining the meeting into the room until uh, the meeting actually starts. They've also hired Alex Tamos, who is the former chief security officer of Facebook, as a consultant to help build a strong security interface. Lots and lots of moves have been done by Zoom to try and increase their security. But the latest is asking Google for help. Will Google agree and how helpful will they be? We're going to keep you up to date with this story as it develops. But around the world, Amazon is doing its very own moves when it comes to participating in the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. Uh, We've seen facial recognition be very biased in terms of skin color, in terms of certain ethnicities, and in terms of certain genders. Therefore, Amazon has now banned the police from using their controversial facial recognition software for the next year. Um, And as uh, joining this movement, actually, IBM also announced recently that they're going to stop offering their facial recognition software for mass surveillance or racial profiling. Now, all these decisions are definitely following growing pressure on firms to go ahead and respond to the death in police custody of George Floyd. Amazon did also add that the suspension of uh, the law enforcement use of their recognition software was to give the U.S. lawmakers the opportunity to go ahead and enact legislation to regulate how that technology is being employed. Back in the day, we've seen facial recognition come in handy when police officers are trying to uh, basically acknowledge and find out the wanted people that they're looking for. But when we're starting to use facial recognition and artificial intelligence to go ahead and be biased towards certain ethnicities, this is where technology goes wrong. Like other facial recognition products, um, Amazon's recognition can use artificial intelligence to very quickly actually compare a picture from, for example, an officer's phone camera and try to match it with mugshots that are being held on police databases that can hold hundreds of thousands of photos. However, over the past few years, this facial recognition technology has been criticized over the potential bias. A lot of the algorithms have been showing that they are more likely to wrongly identify the fa- the faces of black people or dark- dark-skinned people and other minorities than those of white people. In the past, Amazon has defended their facial recognition uh, software which is called Recognition against charges of bias. Uh, but the death in police custody of George Floyd has definitely re ignited those concerns and caused Amazon to take some movement. We're definitely going to keep you up to date to see how other uh, facial recognition softwares adapt to this change as well. The police officers may just just actually ask for another facial recognition software. There are endless and endless out there. So let me know what you think of that. Do you believe that facial recognition could potentially cause the racism issue in the world to uh, only become worse? Or do you believe that we could find certain algorithms and we could teach these algorithms to identify people of all races and of all minorities the same exact way because as we know machine learning is constantly learning from its own mistakes but coming up we're gonna have a lot a lot a lot more stories in store right here on future Talk. so make sure you stay tuned only here on pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download let's admit it we've all shared articles based only on the headlines we've read books by their covers or we've decided on books by their covers and lots and lots of people have definitely been using their twitter platform to basically share headlines that they've enjoyed not necessarily articles that they have read or analyzed well Sad news, Twitter is now testing a new feature to try to stop that from happening because the company is currently rolling out a new test feature asking all of their users If they'd actually like to read an article that is being linked in a tweet before they go ahead and retweet it. Now, the reason behind all of that is to basically spark conversations. You may want to read an article before you tweet it and you may just be too lazy and just enjoyed the headline but have no clue what the article includes. What they're trying to do or what Twitter is trying to do is basically promote informed discussions. They're testing this new prompt on Android. So basically, whenever you retweet an article that you haven't opened on twitter they may ask if you'd like to open it first so basically their whole concept is headlines don't necessarily tell the full story which is absolutely true a lot of the times many headlines tend to be clickbait we tend to think that clickbait is only found on social media platforms on youtube videos but in reality clickbait is all around us and the reason behind all of this is because a lot of news articles just simply want to collect clicks They want to incite their readers by a very catchy headline, but the content of the article itself may not actually reflect how true the headline is. So the prompt that will pop up for the user if they didn't really open the article on Twitter's platform will encourage them to go ahead and read the article. If you've read the piece before or you just want to share it anyway, there's nothing stopping you from actually hitting the retweet button. It's just simply uh, an act of encouraging other people to go ahead and read articles before reposting them. It's very easy for links and articles to go viral on Twitter, and this is exactly why... The Twitter product lead, Kaivon Baikpur, actually decided that it might be a lot more powerful uh, to go ahead and encourage people to have meaningful conversations through the articles that they're sharing. Going ahead and just reposting articles and links that you haven't read can be powerful but sometimes very dangerous, especially if you don't know the content that you are spreading. This feature at the moment is only available on Android phones, but some users are actually already seeing it on iPhones as well. A Twitter spokesperson did say though that there aren't any timelines to share on expansion of the feature beyond Android quite yet. Twitter has recently also taken a lot of steps to limit the coronavirus-related misinformation and all of the 5G-related hoaxes. A lot of people actually tend to think that coronavirus is caused by 5G, which honestly completely shocks me, since how could an internet connection actually cause a health pandemic and a worldwide pandemic? But a lot of conspiracy theories have been coming up regarding that. And Twitter has definitely been trying to fight all of this misinformation by reminding you that 5G does not cause coronavirus. Every time you want to share a link about uh, 5G related to coronavirus information, Twitter has also received a lot of praise and criticism for fact-checking misleading tweets from President Donald Trump. And that's a whole other story that we will be getting into later. Now, the prompt that they're currently uh, releasing in regards to encouraging you to read articles before reposting them will not stop you from going ahead and sharing articles that you have not read. But Twitter is trying to encourage you to go ahead and read them. So this feature actually shows that they're actually willing to test out different approaches to tackle the misinformation problem that tends to happen on a lot of social media platforms. Fake news is very widespread and An article that has a lot of wrong information can easily spread through social media platforms. So my advice to you is to go ahead and read, at least skim through, any article that you want to go ahead and repost. That's just are part of fighting off fake news as social media platforms try to do the same as well. Share with me your thoughts. If you've seen the prompt popping up to you, have you seen Twitter actually remind you to go ahead and read an article before reposting it? I want to hear from you. So send in your thoughts at 4215 or it lot or DM us at Pulse95Radio on Instagram. But coming up, lots and lots is still in store right here on Future Talk because we're going to be discussing with you robots serving you at At restaurants, we've definitely been uh, more and more inclined to go for contactless deliveries, contactless payments. But what about contactless dining? And will robots become more wanted than human employees? All those details are going to be coming up. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. If you would have told anyone 5 to 10 years ago that once upon a time, robots might become our new servants in restaurants, they might have just called you a little bit crazy. But this is the reality that we are all living in, and this reality is definitely becoming more and more reinforced In the age of coronavirus, we're all starting to opt for contactless deliveries, contactless payments. I personally used to prefer paying in cash. Ever since COVID-19 became a part of our lives, Apple Pay has been my number one option. And this is the case with restaurants as well. Back in the day, a lot of restaurant owners used to recruit human employees. But nowadays, many restaurants are asking for robot companions for these humans. And watch my words when I say, robot companions because these robots can't function without their human friends and they will never replace their jobs but rather they'll help them do all of the routine jobs like serving customers and making sure that they are implementing social distancing rules after over two months of staying at home a dutch restaurant customers are being greeted by some of the cutest robots of the coronavirus pandemic i must admit they are honestly some of the prettiest robots that I've seen serving in customers. They have the prettiest eyelashes. They're blue-eyed robots. They also have eyebrows and a, a smiley face as well. And their body, their white uh, machine, is actually designed to have different artistic uh, Paintings uh, all over to make them a bit more likable for human beings. Now, the Netherlands has slowly begun reopening after closing in mid-March because of COVID-19. Restaurants were allowed to open on June 1st as long as they had no more than 30 customers. And the biggest uh, rule was to maintain social distancing. Movie theaters and museums were also reopening, and schools are going to be following shortly as well. As in other areas around the world, many businesses have decided to be a bit more creative when it comes to thinking about ways to minimize the risks of reopening restaurants. One of those restaurants decided to use robot servers to make that work. Now, this is very interesting because these robots are definitely being added to the human staff. Let me take you through your experience if you were to enter this restaurant. So you're coming in with your family members or with your friends, and you will be first greeted by a concierge robot named Jamie right at the door. So Jamie will go ahead and greet you and then she will take your temperature and she'll display a green light if you don't have a fever. Now, this is very important since temperature checks have become our new normal. Once you see that green light, you are safe and assured that you hopefully don't have the COVID-19 virus. If everything is all good, this robot named Jamie will go ahead and lead you to your seat. Now, Jamie's decor or body is also fitting in with the restaurant because she's actually decorated with whatever the restaurant serves so in the dutch restaurant that we're talking about this restaurant was actually serving sushi and uh, other uh, chinese cuisine so she actually had an edamame painted on her body after you go ahead and be seated alongside the support of Jamie the robot a human staff will still have to actually take your order from a safe distance in different robots or with different restaurants around the world we've seen robots also be able to take orders but because a lot of the customers tend to have certain likings uh, certain things that they want to remove from dishes this restaurant is still using human staff to do that after your order has been taken Amy the robot will now make her appearance be known and she'll bring over the food whenever it's ready. Just like Jamie the robot, Amy is also dressed by the theme of the restaurant. So she'll actually have the restaurant's name painted on her and if that restaurant is serving seafood let's say for example she'll have a shrimp painted on her and this is all part of also another use for these robots which is basically marketing if you were to take a picture with this robot the the name of the restaurant and the cuisine it serves will also be a way that this restaurant will advertise its presence once you finish your meal another robot will come to collect the dishes so as you can see Your entire stay at the restaurant is mostly being helped out by robots. Apart from the human server that will come and take your order, your dish is being brought to you by a robot, you're greeted by a robot, your temperature is being taken by a robot, and finally, you don't necessarily need to tip that robot, which is another... Perk of dealing with robots um, these robots are also maintaining all the social distancing rules so if they do witness that you are coming closer to your loved ones or a friend let's say unless you're from the same household you will have to maintain social distancing robots will notify you to go ahead and keep your safe distance. But I want to hear from you all. What do you think about being served by a robot? It's definitely a very new concept to many of us. And even though a lot of uh, restaurants right here in the UAE, we're actually preparing for a similar concept. I've seen a cafe right here in the UAE that was planning to serve coffee and uh, different desserts by robots currently being worked on i wonder what happened to it after we uh, somewhat went on a little bit of a lockdown Uh, many of us were quarantining at home Uh, i'm hoping that it's still being developed since it is now the new need for a lot of businesses and restaurants so let me know what you think of it do you think it's a little creepy to be served by a restaurant or do you think it might give many of us a little bit of comfort since human interaction at the moment does cause a little bit of anxiety for many of us i know Right before restrictions were eased, I honestly used to feel very worried and fearful whenever I'm leaving the house. Even if it was just to get, my, uh, gas, uh, to get my gas filled for my car or even just to go to the pharmacy. So definitely having contactless interactions is becoming our new normal. Share your thoughts with us. DMS at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or text us in at 4215 do or it salat Coming up, we are going to be talking all about an application that will help you stay connected with people from all around the world, no matter what language you, you speak. This app is coming to you with your very own translator. So keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Pulse95 apps all around what's worth a click and download Ever since coronavirus became a part of our existence and a part of our new life, we're all trying to adapt to this new normal. Many of us have definitely felt a bit lonely in quarantine. Uh, Being away from family members and loved ones, you may have been living here on your own, or you might have been even living with your family. But the difference is you don't get a chance to meet all of your friends. I'm I'm coming to you today with an application that I'm super excited about, and I think you can definitely see it through my voice because this application will help you make friends from all around the world and if you've always worried about language being a barrier, this application will remove that barrier because it comes with its very own translator as well. So the app I'm talking about today is called Ablo, so A-B-L-O, and it is a chat application that will connect you with people from all around the world. So you can have a chance to have a one-on-one conversation with new friends that you may have never ever met in real life. So you can read, write and talk in your very own language. You don't have to overthink what language can they speak. And Ablo, the app itself can actually translate all of your chats and video calls live in real time. So this can actually give you a chance to discover more about your friends' culture, language and where they come from and it also gives you the chance to show your identity and your country so you can literally travel without even leaving your home which is something we're all trying to do since traveling is not really an option anymore with coronavirus Um, why not travel virtually this application is available and is free on all devices whether you have an android or an iphone you can go ahead and download this application and find it on the apple app store ios store and the google play store and even on the huawei app store Um, as i mentioned the features are very interesting you can have uh, text chats you can have voice chats and video calls it gives you live translations unlimited conversations as well as different challenges and games that you can go ahead and play with your new friends also, though, it gives you a chance to discover new countries from people living in that country. Using this application, I got a chance to meet people who are living in Egypt, living in Mexico, living in Saudi Arabia. You get to chat with them, learn about their familiar, their famous dishes, learn about their languages, learn about what makes their countries unique. So make sure you go ahead and give it a try. It's honestly very interesting to get a chance to speak to people from other cultures with this built-in translator. I'm currently studying translation, so it's definitely interesting to see that one app can do my entire job all at once but it also gives you the chance to do video chats and many of you might be wondering how will it be able to translate my words it does that very easily through the live translated subtitles and let me tell you subtitling can be very hard especially if you're doing it live but this application is actually doing it very accurately you will only find very minimal mistakes that you can go ahead and correct as well so go ahead try it out it's called ablo a b l o and you can find it on both app stores everyone has a story to tell so make sure you go ahead and tell your own story through this application and you never know who you'll go ahead and meet honestly Getting a chance to make friends worldwide is an opportunity that you will be thankful for one day. Because who knows, after COVID is out of our lives, hopefully soon, praying God it's soon, maybe you can go ahead and travel to that country and meet up with that person in real life. I've definitely seen a lot of people Make friends through social media platforms, through these applications. And once you meet these people in real life, you'll be surprised by how much you know about them and how much they know about you, even though you've never met in real life. So try it out and let me know what you think of it. The application is called ABLO, A-B-L-O. And share your thoughts with me at paul 95 radio on Instagram or text us in at 4215 do or it is a lot future talk is coming to an end but we will be returning same time same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m until then I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of the dream team aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyi will be coming to you with afternoon karak to give you the latest updates on all that is happening in the entertainment industry and if I'm guessing correctly they're probably going to be talking about the launch of the new PS5 that Mikhail was so excited about it all weekend he's been reviewing it Get on our social media platforms, on on Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio. So, if you want to know what are the newest features of this PS five, make sure you go ahead and tune into them from four to five PM. Until then, if you've missed any of our previous conversations, you can find us on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud under the name Future Talk ninety five. I want to wish you a wonderful day. I hope you're all hanging in there, staying safe, wearing your masks and gloves whenever you're leaving your home. And make sure you go ahead and do something kind for your loved ones today. It could be as small as a phone call or a text message, message, or it could be as big as sending a package, a care package to someone you know. Share the kindness. We'll see you tomorrow. But keep Pulse95 locked because our shows will keep you entertained throughout the day.